Hey guys, what if we wanted to construct a stress-free, money-making, efficient portfolio with just three ETFs? I know you guys like that monthly dividend income and those big returns. Let's take a look at the three ETFs I have identified for this portfolio and what each of those ETFs roles will be. Now researching and looking into individual stocks, that could be very time consuming. And as we're seeing with 3M, even dividend kings are prone to some really bad returns if negative news comes out. ETFs offer a basket of stocks for us to be buying into, and while there is still risk, it's spread over potentially 100 different companies. At the end of the video, I'll do a backtest to see how our portfolio would have fared using past performance. So our first investment tool will be Invesco's Triple Qs, the QQQ. This is going to be tracking the 100 largest non-financial companies on the NASDAQ based on market cap. The NASDAQ is a stock exchange that is notable for the big tech giants such as Apple, Microsoft, Google, Facebook, Amazon, Tesla. These are all companies that are notable for being innovative and often growing their revenues considerably year after year. Now there's many large cap stocks in here, but the real reason we want to have it in our portfolio is for growth purposes. This is great for a younger investor who just wants to continue to get capital appreciation over the years by benefiting off the technology sector. Now you're probably not going to be able to correctly guess what the next Google or Amazon will be, but exposure to the triple Qs ensures an investor will get some of those returns. Now we're not going to be doing any options trading with QQQ, and while they do pay a small dividend, about half a percentage point. The main purpose of the triple Qs in this portfolio is not to be collecting dividends, it's to collect that capital appreciation. Invesco, they do charge a small fee of 20 basis points, that's $20 for every $10,000 invested. Almost all of the investments are in the United States, nearly 100%, and while tech certainly dominates the triple Qs, at about 50%. There are other sectors making some noise. That would be the communication services at 17%, consumer discretionary at 15%. So it's going to give you some diversification, but not as much as just owning the broad-based S&P 500 index. Now, the triple Qs, they are currently the fifth most popular ETF in the world with $164 billion in assets under management, and they have been operating since March of 1999. Now let's move on to the second leg of this ultimate, simple, diversified income portfolio, and that would be SCHD. This is Schwab's US Dividend Equity ETF. Honestly, this is one of the best ETFs out there. This is one that dividend lovers will really enjoy because they have a small expense ratio of just six basis points as this ETF tracks the Dow Jones US Dividend 100 Index. With this fund, you are getting exposure to some of the best dividend companies out there. They currently have 102 different positions, and that's led by companies such as Pepsi, Cisco, Texas Instruments, Amgen, Home Depot, Coca-Cola, Merck, IBM. It would cost you so much money to buy all of these stocks on your own, but with less than $100, this gives exposure to these blue chip companies and sectors. It's very diversified across the different sectors, with tech being the largest at around 20%, followed by financials also at 20%, consumer staples is at 15%. Now one sector that is unfortunately missing from this is real estate, 
they don't invest in REITs. This ETF pays out quarterly, and what's amazing about the index that they track is that they actually screen these stocks for a history of paying dividends, they look at their fundamental strengths of their financials, and then they compare that to their competitors. So companies in this ETF, they have to have at least 10 consecutive years of dividend payments, and they're also chosen based on their cash flow to total debt, their return on equity, their dividend yield, and their five-year growth rate of that dividend. Now, these are all normal metrics that we would look at when making our stock selections, but we could actually have a team of professionals do all of that screening for us. Now, while on the surface, it might say that SCHD only has a 3.3% dividend yield, SCHD actually has an amazing track record of increasing their dividend payments over time as that's one of the criteria that they screen for. So there's a very good chance of getting pay raises every year if you just simply hold on to this ETF. And that's gonna be the purpose of this ETF in our portfolio. It's to give us dividend growth and some chance of capital appreciation. SCHD distributions will likely be qualified dividends and that will give us preferential tax treatment. This fund has been around since October of 2011, and they have about $37 billion in assets under management. Let's move on to the last and the highest dividend yielder of this group, and that is JEPI, the JP Morgan Chase Equity Premium Income ETF. This is the newest of all the income ETFs I've mentioned, being established since only May of 2020. It's also the most expensive at 35 basis points. JEPI offers a strong starting dividend yield that's around 8%, and it has lived up to its low volatility claim. While the S&P 500 is down currently about 18%, JEPI is only down 13%. Its beta is just 56 basis points, so anything under 1 by the security is actually less volatile than the overall market. JEPI has over 122 different holdings in its portfolio, with the biggest positions being Progressive, United Health Group, Hershey's, Coca-Cola, AbbVie, and Pepsi, among many others. These are all fantastic blue-chip dividend stocks. The fund also gives great exposure to all of the sectors, including real estate. Now, the main objective of JEPI is to seek current income while maintaining the prospect of capital appreciation, as well as seeking lower volatility than the overall market. The fund tries to do this by picking stocks in the S&P 500 based on their criteria, as well as investing in equity-linked notes. ELNs typically protect the principal investment, but they also have a variable interest portion that depends on the performance of the ELN. Now it's similar to bonds, but there's a chance for more upside potential, and the downside risk is also capped. The ETF is also doing covered calls on a portion of the portfolio, so it's getting money upfront in the form of premiums, but in exchange, it's creating an obligation to sell shares at a predetermined price at a predetermined date. Thus, the upside potential is limited, but it's able to give out those monthly dividends, which are often quite fat. That's why JEPI will do really well in a sideways market when we're not really going up or down, but will lag behind the S&P 500 during a bull market because some of that upside is being capped. However, unlike an ETF like QILD, since it's not doing options on the entire portfolio, there is a chance of capital appreciation. JEPI dividends, they should be a mix of both qualified and non-qualified. 
The reason we have Jeppy in our ultimate simple diversified portfolio is for monthly cash flowing purposes and its low volatility. So let's take a look at the portfolio backtest to see how these three ETFs compare to the overall market. Now in the past five years, both the triple Qs and SCHD have actually outperformed the market, with SCHD returning on average 13% and QQQ returning 16.2% compared to the market's 11.7%. I also like this portfolio income view. It's showing us throughout the years how much we would get in dividends. Obviously, SCHD will give out the most in dividends since that's what they screen for and that's what they're primary objective is, is to gather dividend paying stocks that raise their dividend each year. So we can see in 2021, a $10,000 investment has now grown into over $500 in dividends every year. Just five years ago, that number was barely above $100. Now, Jappy, they haven't been around for five years, so we can only compare it to early 2020 when it actually came out. Now, it's returned about 12.6% annually, which trails the S&P 500 ever so slightly at 14%, but I'd still say this is a fantastic ETF for those who want cash flow, and this is just a small sample size, so let's see how Jeppy continues to perform over the years. Alright guys, I tried really hard to come up with the most simple portfolio for you, a 33% split between triple Qs, Jeppy and SCHD. It's giving you growth, it's giving you dividend growth potential, and it's also giving you monthly cash flows. Maybe they could add an S&P 500 index as well, maybe like a SPY for further diversification. This is really an ultimate portfolio to save you time, but to still get you amazing returns that you can spend on other investment opportunities or spend that time doing something else you love. Now these videos, they do take a lot of time for me to research and edit and put together. So be sure to hit that like button. It really does help out the channel and make sure you're subscribed. My videos are found in podcast form under the Collect Cash podcast name and I'll catch you on the next one. Remember these videos are never financial advice. Always do your own research.